You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, I'm Don Leary. Welcome to this podcast of articles from Women's Health, a presentation of Airs LA. Today's article is by Kristen Canning from the June 2022 edition. Apply Radical Forgiveness. Consider this your manual for developing a dynamic mental health skill. When Lorena Junko Margain was 40, she learned she had a tumor on her right adrenal gland. A surgeon assured her that removing it would be curative, but her symptoms didn't go away after the surgery. Later, she found out the doctor had operated on the wrong and healthy adrenal gland and had lied to cover it up. Margaine had to have her other gland taken out, leaving her to face a lifetime of health issues. Her family wanted her to sue. She remained in tremendous pain and focusing on it as she talked to lawyers only made it worse. When she asked her counsel how punishing the doctor would change the healthcare system, they didn't have a satisfying answer. So she decided not to proceed with the case and did something radical instead. She wrote a letter to the surgeon and asked to meet. I told him what hurt the most was that he never reached out, she says. He broke down crying, apologizing for everything that had happened. He explained that he hadn't followed protocol and neglected to go over the operation plan again. He had never made a mistake like that and didn't know how to fix it. That was enough closure for Margaine. I was so proud of myself that I had the courage to confront him and that helped me move forward, she says. Margaine still gets mad about what happened, but now she can deal with that anger. Forgiveness is a muscle I'm building, she says. I can laugh again, focus on my friendships, and feel alive. Of course, the benefits that Margaine experienced are contingent on enacting true forgiveness, which takes a lot of work but it's worth it. When you forgive, you see the personhood in the one who hurt you, and you have a wider story of who they are, says Robert Enright, Ph.D., a professor of psychology at the University of Wisconsin at Madison, and author of Forgiveness is a Choice. When you see that someone is more than what they did to you, you realize you are more than what was done to you you start to see the inherent worth in all people, including yourself. Learn how to start building your forgiveness muscle whenever you're ready. Rethink the concept. There are a lot of myths about what forgiveness means, which can make it seem harder than it is. People equate forgiveness with giving in, and not fighting for justice, Enright says. 
but it isn't about excusing bad behavior. You can still hold someone accountable while choosing to release resentment. Basically, forgiveness is a conscious, voluntary step to let go of a grudge. And it's not quick or simple. People feel they can't forgive because they assume it should happen immediately, says Suzanne Friedman, Ph.D., a professor of psychology at the University of Northern Iowa, who notes that research shows it can take a little over a year to forgive someone. It's a journey with ups and downs, and you might go back and forth about what you want to do. Choose progress. Once you understand it's doable, albeit possibly different from what you previously believed, use the four phases of deep forgiveness as identified by Enright and Friedman. First up is the uncovering phase. Pinpoint, through therapy or journaling, exactly who and what made you upset. If you can safely, tell the person how their actions affected you. Next comes the decision phase, in which you declare to yourself that you want to forgive. Note, it's okay if you don't want to forgive or aren't there yet. If you're struggling to make up your mind, consider whether hanging on to your indignation is working for you, says Enright. When you live with resentment, you tend to ruminate about the person who hurt you often, he says. You can slowly drift into a pessimistic worldview and avoid relationships as a result. One person has so much power over you that now your ability to trust and feel joy is damaged. That is a motivation to forgive. Need an extra push? Weigh the outcomes of choosing not to forgive, says Amanda E. White, the therapist behind the Instagram at Therapy for Women. By avoiding forgiveness, you don't have to put yourself out there. You get to be right. And you don't need to have uncomfortable conversations, she says. But you're losing time and the power to get on with your life. Find common ground. Now for the third phase, the big work. Ask yourself what the story is behind the person who upset you. How were they raised? What wounds do they have? You'll likely find they're a vulnerable, scared, confused person who is taking it out on you, says Enright. It can also help to look for shared humanity. I'll ask people, do you recognize there's no one else just like you in the world? Doesn't that mean you have worth? Then I'll ask them the same questions about the individual who wronged them. It can take months, but people eventually admit that person has their own value, he says. This acknowledgement can be difficult to accept at first. We ask people to stand in that pain and not throw it back at the other person or anyone else. And as they realize they can endure it, it actually begins to leave, says Enright. As a next step, consider giving something good to the transgressor like kind words, 
a phone call, or a donation in their name. That act solidifies your lack of hard feelings and may inspire them to be better too. Last comes the discovery phase. Enright suggests journaling about who you are as a person after leaving it all behind. Do you feel more worthy of compassion yourself? Are you more sensitive to the suffering of others? Do you feel a new purpose in life? If your answer to any of these questions is a resounding yes, give yourself a pat on the back. Mission accomplished. Caption. I loved myself enough to let go. In my early 20s, I had a bad breakup that triggered pain and disappointment, leading back to the sexual abuse I'd experienced as a child. Part of my healing process was forgiving the person who hurt me. I used a combination of tools, including therapy, antidepressants, and spiritual guidance via soul energetic readings, meditations, and Reiki. I was struggling to understand why I had been treated so badly, and my healing journey helped me accept that I may never know, and that's okay. I decided I wasn't going to let those wounds stay open any longer, waiting for those who harmed me to make up for what they did. So I forgave them. That's what really set me free. I no longer feel as if I'm made up of fragmented pieces. I'm authentically myself. Leela Rose Williams, 41, Intuitive Coach and Energetics Mentor. Caption, I gave back to myself when I felt my worst. When I found out I had breast cancer at 52, I got into a cycle of self-blame. My oncologist said forgiving myself would help me heal faster and prepare me for the medical battles ahead. Forgiving myself was about reclaiming my body and not being defined by cancer. I did that by giving back to myself when I felt my worst. After the most intense months of my recovery, I planned a trip to Las Catalinas, Costa Rica to be immersed in nature. I went hiking and ran a half marathon there. I wanted to quit halfway through, but pushing myself to finish was a gift. I know I'll never be the version of myself I was before my diagnosis, but I can be better. Self-forgiveness frees up space in your mind and body so you can allow better things to happen. Catherine Hand, 53, Travel Publicist That brings us to the end of today's article, Apply Radical Forgiveness. If you'd like to find out more about Airs LA and the types of programs we offer, follow us by clicking on any of the social media links at the top of our web pages. If you like what you see or hear, please click that button. This podcast is for the sole use of our blind, low vision, and print-impaired listeners. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. I'm Don Leary, and I'll be back soon with another article. 
Thank you for listening.